0: hello everybody and welcome winter is here this is the monthly reset cross game of thrones i'm bobby shortle i'm with justin townsend what's up so Game of Thrones has returned for its final season and it's not a video game but we are going to talk about it because we both very much like Game of Thrones. Justin maybe possibly named a child after a character from Game of Thrones. So this is true. <laughs> we have some uh, uh, authority in in the matter um and we're here for the final season the the final the final season premiere of game of Thrones premiered uh, last night when we we're recording this. Um, and we decided we wanted to talk about it. There's only what, six episodes this season. I was
1: surprised that it was six. I thought it was eight for some reason. And then today, um, I was on the ringer.com.
0: Mm-hmm. is a website. Yes. Uh,
1: about supposed to be all different things. And they had seven articles about game of Thrones. Of course the ringer is owned by HBO. So, <laughs> Bill Simmons, you're the worst.
0: (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's huge, of a huge event. I, for me, just personally with Game of Thrones, when it came out, I decided it was gonna be like the one nerd thing that I didn't know everything about. So I consciously was like, I am not going to read these books because I'm just going to watch the show and take it as it comes. I never knew that. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was, it was, because I remember after I watched the first episode, I was like, Oh, I really like this. And my first instinct was time to go get the books and read them. Right. And I was like, you know what? No, because if I read the books, all I'm going to do is compare it to the books, talk about how it's not as good as the books or they change this in the books. I didn't want to do that. I, for once in my life, I didn't want to see double vision on something that I was watching. So, I decided not to do it, and the other thing I was going to do was I was going to watch whatever season it was, and then read the, um, like read the book that corresponded to that season after the season was over. And I did that for the first one. I did read the first book, um, but then after that, I was just like I don't, no, I'm good.
1: <laughs> it's a lot of reading.
0: It's a lot of reading, um, and I just was like, I'm digging the show, man. Like I just want to watch the show and, and and take the show as it was. So that's how I went for Did you, you must've read the books, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, so I had found out that this was gonna be a TV show. I had never heard of a series before, but I think I was on IGN at the time. Then um, that's where I was getting my news. So that tells you how long ago this was. <laughs> um, and they were like, oh, why Game of Thrones is going to be like the next big thing. And I went to the bookstore. I was just like, oh, let me look up this book. And then I read the back cover and I was like, yeah. So I bought it and I read um, from, what is the first book? It's a Game of Thrones to A Dance with Dragons in like the course of one summer. Mm. And then the show started that fall. So I didn't have the experience of not knowing what was going to happen, you know, save for the, you know, the slight things they changed here or there until season seven, Seven was the first time I had no idea what was going to happen. Let well, that's cheating
0: because that's when everybody didn't know what, what was going to happen. No, but
1: like for me, like it was terrifying. Yeah, not knowing what was coming.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> I had this thing, you know, where, where everybody who watches Game of Thrones who doesn't read the books no, knows this to the true. But you know, you have the people who I'm, and I've been this person on just about every other thing I've ever consumed who all they would do was talk about the books. What was different about the books? Oh, you didn't read, you got to read the books. You got to read the books. You got to read the books. Um, Or, you know, or like, oh, you didn't know that you didn't know that that was going to happen. You should have read the books like that kind of like attitude. And then I remember when season place? was it, we said six. So that was the first one, right? Where they started going off of the, was it six? Yeah. Cause I season seven was, I, by the way, people don't realize this complete and utter spoilers for everything. Game of Thrones, like, First season to episode, the episode that just passed. We're not going to skirt around anything. This is full spoilers. Go, 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 go. Um, because I think, right? What season does John get stabbed at the end of?
1: I. Season five? Where, yeah, uh, I think so, because that's how A Dance with Dragons ends.
0: Right. And that's the last book, right?
1: That's the last book. I so, think yeah,
0: book, yeah. Yeah. So, season five was like the part where people were like, ah, we don't know what's going to happen after this because. This is the last thing he wrote, and I remember my one of my, my best friends who read the books. When John gets brought back to life and blah blah whatever, he's like, "I really wish I'd read that in the books, and not watch it on the show." And I was like, "Well, welcome to the world. He's never going to finish writing the books, so just yeah, enjoy I mean, the that, show." <laughs>
1: that's the way I feel now. Like, if he ever finish finishes a uh, "The Winds of Winter," he still has a dream of spring, or a time for wolves, whatever he's going to call that last book. Right he ain't ever finishing these books. It's been George going to be seven years old. And that means it's been seven years right now since, uh, a dance of tricks came out, finished. And I'm angry about it. Like it it drives me crazy that he doesn't finish these things. So when he does finish them, I'm not going to read them because I've got everything I needed out of the series.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. I, I totally, uh, I totally understand. I totally understand. Um, uh, there, there was a panel, like a, a, a panel, like a chat with him and Stephen King. And he asked Stephen King, how do you write so, so much? Like, how do you write so many books? How do you finish so many books? And he just said, to me, he said, there's no secret to it. I just sit down and I, I write them <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> like, I just write them till they're done. Um, um, but, uh, but yeah, so <laughs> that's, there are, that's our histories with game of thrones, um, I've been, a you know, pretty much a solid fan throughout. I think season five when we talked about was I can't had some of the lower points of, of the show for sure. But I think since then they've really rebounded. I think season six was might have been my favorite season. And season seven was very good. Season seven was definitely the most un Game of Thrones feeling season just because they moved everything so, so fast um and people traveled very quickly People traveled very quickly the, in, in previous seasons it would take them a whole season to get like halfway to what people did in in between episodes of of season seven um but uh but we've earned the quickness because we've sat through so many of we, we sat through aria trying to get to the faceless men for like felt, felt three like seasons. three seasons. Yeah. Um, but anyway, season eight, episode one is here. Winterfell is the name of this episode. Um, and it's a, let's get everybody together in one place type of episode. We see John and Daenerys. Re- arriving at Winterfell. Um, we've got reunions, uh, 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 you know, abound. As, like the hound is now in Winterfell. Um, it, it's there. There's a lot um, Gendry is now in 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 Winterfell. Um, and everybody the, everybody that's alive,
1: that's important in the show, saves Cersei. Yeah, and Braun. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, what is it? Um, who's the leader of the Iron Isles Oh God, you! I always forget how to say it. I want to say Eugene, but I know that ain't right. I
0: don't think it's Eugene. We'll it's to, definitely not Eugene. It's definitely not Eugene, but we'll call him Eugene. Um, Eugene's not there. He's a, he's a giant
1: jackass anyway. Yeah. Um, everybody else is in Winterfell. Yes. So if there's if there is an important person in the show, most likely they are in Winterfell.
0: All the supposed good guys are in Winterfell at this point. Um, and we immediately get interactions and relationships that we have either never seen before or haven't seen for a very very long time which i think is is pretty fascinating um yeah, some of
1: them since episode two of the series
0: yeah yeah um some good reunions some not so great reunions some weirdness some um and some of course uh burning children burning alive <laughs> uh everything that game of thrones brings you every every week it's it's all here and for me it just reactions to the episode i i liked the episode i think that it is it's is an episode like i said completely about moving chess pieces into position for further storylines to develop in addition to that it's also an episode where a lot of characters learn a lot of things that we as the audience already knew, but the characters didn't know. So they needed to be told these things. And I thought they did it very well, but it was, it wasn't, I was kind of expecting like, okay, the first episode is going to be boom, boom, boom. And then maybe second episode will, will quiet down a little bit. Right. And this episode is much more quiet and, and developing. Um, So I liked it. I didn't, Love it, but I I thought it was a good, solid start to the season. How did you feel about it, Justin?
1: It was basically, I I felt like a whole bunch of fan service, which they needed to get to. Like, John has not seen Bran or Arya since episodes two or three Mm -hmm. of season one. So we needed to get those reunions out of the way. Tyrion and Sansa had to see each other. I'm trying to think of, uh, of other ones. Um you know, uh Arya and Gendry and the Hound. Like it was it was good to get all those out of the way in in one fell swoop. It leaves time for some really big ones still to come, um, which we saw a preview of it is Jamie showing up in Winterfell and getting to see everybody there. So that'll be something for next week. Yeah. But yeah, like I enjoyed it. Um it's Euron, by the
0: way. Euron. You're Euron, You're Greyjoy.
1: Yes. yes. Um
0: Euron, Theon and Yarya, Yarya, right it? or yeah i that's right they
1: changed her name in the books and i can't remember which way it goes so i'm pretty sure it's Yarya here okay um i think my favorite thing was actually seeing theon uh like actually he, getting on the ship and saving his sister's ass like mm-hmm. it was it was so many seasons of him being reek and then coming you know trying to rediscover his you know basically his manhood and seeing him you know, lead up that stealth team onto the ship and stealing three of the ships and then saying that he was going to go fight with the Starks. Like it, like he's one of the characters I'm most invested in at this point. I want to see where his redemption arc takes him.
0: I remember, uh, my wife has never really watched the show. And so when it would be on either she would go to bed or I would go up in the I would go in the bedroom and watch it. And last year we had the baby and I was like, okay, I'm going to go in the room. She said, no, no, you can stay out here. It's fine. I, whether you be out here with, with us, you can watch it and I'll just sit here and, you know, on my phone or whatever. And, and um, so what I ended up, it, she ended up watching like last season, uh, the only time she's ever watched the show. Um, And there was this moment, the, the first one that Theon shows up, she's like, what's this guy's deal? And I was like, I cannot even, how long do you have for me to explain to you what this character's deal is? Cause it's going to take a forever to explain it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, he always had to be there at the end. We always knew that he w- wasn't going to be out of the story. And, and I, I think even in that moment in one of the things in season seven with that moment with him, not saving his sister, I was kind of like, one of those moments where I was like, are we doing this again? Like, are we doing it again where Theon can't do it? Like I thought we'd already gone through this whole thing. And to them sort of rectify that right away is great. You know, I, I would like to have seen Theon maybe come to this realization, you know, or, you know, he did at the end of last season, at the end of
1: last season, he sees, um, John, uh, where was Danny staying? I forget which castle she was staying at with a dragon glass, dragonstone, Yeah, Dragonstone. So Theon ends up there, and he has a confrontation with Jon. Yes. And then um, he wants whatever, uh, like, the remaining part of his men to go save his sister, and they won't. And he ends up fighting the guy, stopping him. And he gets beat down, and then he gets back up in the sand and knocks the guy out and says, we're going to get her. And that's, like... No, we're just seeing the second part of that. Now. That's
0: right. I did not rewatch season seven before. Uh, I, I didn't
1: either. But like that was like like for some reason, his story is the part that sticks out the most to me. So I was able to hold on to that little bit.
0: That's from really funny. Years ago. That's really funny. Uh, but yeah, Theon stuff. We're, we're Theon's on his way to Winterfell. Like another reunion. We get to see where. I mean, John has already sort of made his peace with him in in his way or whatever. Um, but there are definitely characters who have not. So. Um I think that's going to be interesting as well. I did really like the Sansa um Tyrion uh, like little re- mini reunion or or what have you. Yeah. Um and I I really am enjoying I she she kind of got there in the last season but I'm enjoying what I'll call new Sansa I I think which is they've stopped making her cuz on the show the show would always kind of give Sansa like the role of you're going to make the worst decision and you're going to pay the most for it. Like constantly, like that was just like the, like the refrain for her for the first, whatever, five seasons of that show. Um, and and they've turned her around from that. And there's that moment with Tyrion where she says to him, I used to think you were the smartest man, smartest man alive, smartest man alive. Um, And I love that line, but I also love the way that Tyrion looks after she gives him that line, which is like very much this sort of like, maybe I have lost a little bit of like my edge or myself along the way, which I enjoyed that moment between the two of them. And that's what the whole episode really was, was a bunch of like moments between two characters, sort of either positive or negative things happening. And um, the Arya, John one was obviously the most just purely sort of emotional um, one that I think that occurred, but even that has like that twist at the end where, you know, Arya's is kind of like, yeah, but don't like, don't forget where, where you come from, even though she's obviously not wary or like resentful of Daenerys in any way. In fact, she seems pretty psyched that she's there and about the dragons and, and, and all that business. Um, but she still has, you know, that sort of um, edge to her that, that doesn't go away.
1: So the thing that stuck out to me about uh, last night's episode was two things. One is Bran's unintentional comedy. <laughs> just just staring down everybody. Like, I like how when Danny gets there and he's like, we don't have time for this. He has your dragon. <laughs> and like, it's just never brought up again. She's not like, what do you mean? Or yeah, it's just like, uh, like oh, we're just accepting this and, and moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I'll say is, I thought the best actual scene of the night was between Jora, Danny, and uh, Sam. Mm, yeah, uh, you know Sam. Um, how they knew he was there, I don't know. <laughs> um, and I had forgotten that Sam cured Jora of the grayscale. Mm. And so you, you know, Sam is just like, you know, I'm I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to serve you in any way that I can. And blah blah blah. And then she he finds out that she executed not only her, his father but also his brother and his having to be okay with that and not be okay with it at the same time. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a really good good bit of acting there. Um
0: it was. I, I think it's sort of hilarious that um that Jorah didn't warn Daenerys before they walked in there that he was a Tarly and that, you know, that this was the guy that was related to those guys that you burned alive or whatever it's like I mean one thing is I mean cool
1: name aside Jorah is mostly useless in this entire show
0: it's true it's very true but it's just funny to me because he kind of brings him in like hey like you're gonna meet him and like he's gonna be so psyched and you know there's such a cute there's a cute meeting between these two characters and then she's like oh that's your last name I killed your family (laughs) and Jorah's kind of like whoops whoops maybe i should have filled you in on who he was first um and, and then we got the immediate
1: cut of sam being like all right bitch let me go downstairs <laughs> and tell john his true destiny
0: yeah tell and john that honestly, you're his aunt or whatever
1: yeah and honestly i was expecting john to have the reaction of you know especially after Sam brought up that she executed his family of like, are you just saying this because mm. you're angry? Yeah. And I was shocked. And I I mean, pleasantly surprised that the writers didn't go that route because mm-hmm. that would have been really annoying. Yeah. Um, Agreed. But yeah, like that whole conversation, like well, there was a lot of stuff they got through last night, a whole bunch of reunions. And then, Oh yeah, John, you're actually the true heir to the,
0: yeah. Yeah. The Uh, which yeah which is like one of those things like I said information that we've known right for well for us two years (laughs) at this point uh, maybe longer if you know if you it's like the oldest theory in in Game of Thrones pretty much Um, John finding out is obviously huge we don't know how he's going to react yet in in any sort of way Um, but the other thing I do like I, I mentioned the redrawing of Sansa I enjoy the way that Daenerys is sort of We're sort of seeing her through different eyes now, eyes that have not been with her for this whole huge journey she's taken and has seen everything she's gone through and seen all the good she did before she got here. These are people who just like, this woman has showed up and she says she's our queen and the last time someone with this last name was our leader, things went terribly. And you see... cast against people who we know and care about her sort of need or desire or unrelenting march towards power to me, doesn't seem as noble as it does, you know, on the other side of the coin when she's railing against slavers and people who we hate. Right. So uh, I think it's interesting to see her in this, in this land, in this world. um, And we have to see kind of both sides of her, I think for the first time, uh, really
1: yeah it's a little worrisome as well
0: yeah definitely I mean there's that scene with John where she's like she doesn't have to be my friend but I'm her queen she has to respect me if she doesn't respect me and then she gets like cut off I'm like what's the end of that sentence are you gonna kill Sansa like what's the you know like the, uh, and, but all through all of this I love that John is just like there are fucking zombies like stop it Stop it. This is not the old times. Like we can't just bicker about who has what title. Like there are zombies coming. Does anybody nobody nobody care that there are nobody zombies? Cares.
1: I mean, I like how logical uh Sansa is because she's like, um, how are we feeding all these people? Yeah, yeah. Which you would think, like in this show now about zombies, would be like the last thing we that a character would bring up. Like, right yeah. It would just be like a simple right-away thing. And she's like, No, but for real, how are we feeding all these people? Yeah. Yeah, um, we do not have the the, the type, this type of food, but John is. He's like, I don't care about titles. I just I want to live, mm-hmm. um, and that's why John's the best. And they're
0: like, yeah, but what about if? What about what am I the Lord of? <laughs> um, that's what's really important. Um, yeah, no, I told it, it, it's, but it's also, you know, a very probably pretty obvious allegory to just real life because this shit happens all the time in real life. People are like, um, really something serious. And people are like, well, what about the stuff that's not serious that we can argue about easily? And that's sort of what I feel like is going on right now in, in Winterfell. And on the other side of the coin, we've got Cersei in King's Landing. Obviously we knew from last year, not coming to help the, the army in the North, uh, staying back, um, hired that other army. They didn't bring her elephants. She was a little P.O. about that. Um, and she's got Eugene to deal with. Um, good old Eugene. Good old Eugene. And Eugene kind of gets what he wants pretty quickly. Um, I'm not really sure Cersei's end game is completely sound in this instance. I mean, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean it's the, the when um, her hand comes and tells her like uh, the dead have broken through the wall. She's like, "Good, yeah." I, I, like she just doesn't, doesn't just like doesn't get it.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and I mean we hope that that's part of her downfall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like she's I don't, I I don't. Do you think she stays in King's Landing the whole year? I don't. I think she gets out of King's Landing eventually.
0: Yeah, I mean I would think so. I, I. I my, my imag- I'm imagining that this comes back to bite her in the ass right and they what she thinks is complete safety and she thinks they'll run through the north first and then they'll all just kind of pair each other down and then whoever comes out on top will be weak and we'll come back and just wipe them out and then you know I'll be the queen and she's sort of the right the living embodiment of the thing John is so vehemently trying to fight against with his own people and the people around him, which is, it doesn't matter if you're queen of nothing, you know? And I think Cersei has gotten herself so twisted up in the game of Thrones, right? That she can't escape it. She can't leave it and she can't get out of it. So this is her way of trying to win it. And in, in all reality, the game has completely changed. It's shifted. It's gone away. And I think she hasn't adjusted to that, and I think it's gonna we're gonna end up with, hey, the White Walkers came to King's Landing or something, you know, much earlier than expected, and she gets wiped out, or the, her forces get wiped out, and she's destitute. I don't know what the whole thing is gonna be with her. I I don't see what her ending is gonna be right now, and I like that about the show, but I, I her play to me doesn't seem like typical like Cersei being super smart, you know, because. No. Because it's not like it's also not going to be a secret, right? Jamie is in is in Winterfell. He knows, right? He knows that she's not coming. So, it's, I mean, they all know, r- r- right? Except for Tyrion, I guess. Um, but for sure, right? And and he he sort of like knows her plan. So I just don't see her. I don't see how she gets out of this.
1: Yeah, I'm. I don't know how. I mean, I can't picture her living at the end of all of this. So I'm trying to think of how she bites it, and I still can't figure it out. Yeah. Um. Oh, there was one more thing. Oh, and I mean, one huge thing that gets kind of just glossed over by weird dragon eyes is the fact that John rides one of the dragons. Yes. Like the only other person in the show to ride one of the dragons mm-hmm. is John. You think that's like this big, huge thing. Like, this is a huge moment. And it's like, no, we're just gonna make really awkward sexual advances <laughs> at each other in front of a waterfall. Yeah, which apparently is John's thing. <laughs> and uh, the dragon is just gonna watch us.
0: That moment with the dragon, we just like, oh, R- really got me. Um, yeah, the dragon scene felt like it lasted for 17 minutes, <laughs> like the flying on the dragons, and yeah. the, and it is a big moment. But this is again, this is I think one of the core issues with this episode is that if we don't know, John is real heir to throne of, of the seven kingdoms and is actually a Targaryen him riding the dragon is like this, like, Whoa, he can ride a dragon. What's going on here. We know he's a Targaryen. So it's just like, yeah, obviously he can ride the dragon. He's one of the Targaryen people, you know? So that's one of the questions I think with the episode is that us knowing that, us getting that big reveal at the end of season seven, which is a cool reveal um, set against John and Daenerys boning. Um, like, guess what? <laughs> that's his, ne- That that's her nephew, <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. Um, I, I, I think Rob's that m- moment of the dragon of a lot of weight for the, for the viewer, because we already, I'm already expecting it, right? I'm already like, okay, yep, this is the way it's supposed to be. So I, I just, but it seems like they got most of that information out the door in this first episode, which is great. So now we can move ahead and I can be surprised and we can, all the things can happen. Um, surprisingly for me, I thought that the, the Aria hound meeting didn't go like exactly the way I expected it to go. Um, but I thought it was interesting that they kind of posed it as she was a little bit nervous because she did leave him to die, you know, um, and I've, but I but and I also didn't expect there to be such like I don't know chemistry between her and Gendry either
1: it's been so long since they were on screen together her I and know. Gendry that I was like why isn't she being more warm towards him and then like she eventually got there yeah uh, I thought that her, her and the hound was like a really good scene that I was looking forward to yeah um, and I'm sure we'll see them again like together again at some point
0: Oh, hundred percent. Absolutely. I mean, I, you, right. The last three episodes are like 80 to 90 minutes long. So yeah, they're basically movies. So I'm excited to see whatever tens of millions of dollars they've spent on these battle scenes that we're, we're going to see coming up. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't really see now really, we didn't, we didn't see any white walkers ex- except for, the little boy, the car the stark, right? Is he was he a carstark? Yeah. The carstark lord who was a little boy. Was he a carstark? He wasn't a car No, the car starks were the ones who were like, we're not coming. Yeah. He was a was he the was he the Was he the one from the family that was he a Bolton?
1: He wasn't a Bolton. Okay. Uh, I know that none of those names. He was just, he was just an, like they needed someone to pin to a wall. So they grabbed one of the family. Yeah. he was like an unimportant family. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he gets basically strung up on a wall. um, And he has like that white walk and there's like arms or legs or body parts that make like that white Walker symbol on the, on the wall. And then he ends up being, um, you know, a, a white Walker and, comes alive and then gets burned to death and that's how the episode really kind of um not episode ends cuz the episode ends with the, the Jamie thing but it's it's the big one of the big ones at the end of the episode um, um uh, umber umber uh, yeah so it was a name and that we have heard last. before obviously but yeah
1: they were at last hearth
0: right so i i got so i got super confused when that scene started because i was like i didn't understand where it was i was like why where are these people that well, I'm pretty
1: we, sure, uh, the last we saw of Tormans, he was at the wall when yeah. the dragon blew it down. Yeah. So, so I didn't know if Tormans survived. Right. I was assuming that Beric survived mm-hmm. um, because he could come back from anything. Yeah. But seeing like, we had no confirmation uh, that Tormans had survived that encounter.
0: Yeah. So he survived, obviously Beric survived and we get, they meet up with, you know, some of the, the night's watch, you know, bros at, at this place at the, um, I'm guessing how the umber castle or the umber house. Okay. Um, and, uh, and we see the white walkers have reached there. So the white walkers are what they say between them and Winterfell. That's what they say. Um, but on the next time episode, he's in Winterfell. So I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, how it all Um, is going to work out.
1: But so when they showed on the the next time episodes, were they showing showing on this season of Game of Thrones? No, was that just the next episode? Because it looks like (laughs) the White Walkers will reach Winterfell next episode. I think that was just that was next time on Game of Thrones. That was that's what that was. Yeah, because they showed Tyrion, I thought, like on top of the castle, looking out Mm -hmm. at like, you know, what looks like an army approaching. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're moving things quite along.
0: They are. And and the other thing I'll say is that I I think our general kind of idea right in our, in our heads because of how the white walkers have worked before is they're all going to move as one sort of mass, but especially now that the night King has the dragon, he can basically go anywhere very, very, very quickly. So that's a good point. I think we're going to see some change up in, in, in the battle lines and, and, what the what where the battle takes them as it goes along uh yeah i mean i don't know if there's too much more to say about the episode i'm like i said i am happy with the episode not thrilled and just very curious about what's going to happen because this is the first time right that they're not really going to be able to bring up more questions or mysteries, right? This is it. Like this is, this is the time to resolve the mysteries, not to bring Listen, them up. It works for lost. So they could just, <laughs> they could just take a page at a lost playbook and be like, just ask
1: questions until the end. Yeah. I nobody think everyone will remember the earlier questions that we asked. Everyone we will be very answer. happy with that. Justin, everyone will be very I'm, happy I'm, with that. <laughs> as I've learned that nobody on the internet is ever happy with anything. So
0: that's true. No one's going to, I mean, I just, yes, it, no matter what the finale is of the show, people are going to be furious. So no. we'll, we'll see. But we'll be, we're will we going to be back every week talking about it. So you should tune in for a TMR cross Game of Thrones. The cross was Justin's idea. I want to give him credit where credit is due. You're going to be it was here. either going
1: to be that or uh, this was going to be called Jorah and Friends.
0: <laughs> I think we want the right title. Um, we're going to be back. Also, we're, we're going to have double tmr cross something in, in a week because we're gonna have game of thrones and end game to talk about
1: jesus christ it's so close
0: it's so close it's so close um you all should head to monthlyreset.com and you can follow us on all our social networks and and such and subscribe to the podcast there all the new podcasts go up there we're now on apple Podcasts, so search the monthly reset and you will find us the special episodes like this one are really only going to go up on that feed um we don't want to clog up the talking comics feed with the special episodes, especially ones that are going to be possibly comic book adjacent, um, like our endgame review. So those will appear only on our own monthly reset feed. The regular shows will will keep showing up on the talking comics feed as well. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Bobby Shortle, Justin at Parkley 76. And yeah, that's going to do it for our first cross episode. We'll be back next week with another episode talking about the Game of Thrones. But until then, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bobby. And until next time, be good to one another.